So, you know, like I'm, I'm moving mm-hmm. and uh, I, I've started packing and I sort of realized that I have too many sneakers. How many do you have? Too many. No, but how many? I want to know. No, no, no. It's embarrassing. I, I, have <laughs> I have a lot of sneakers. I have like probably 15 to 20 pairs. That's a lot of sneakers. I know. It's like, um, I have some like, um, I have a lot of Vans. And I have a lot of um, Chuck Taylors have and a couple done, and some Nikes too. Have you ever done that trick that they do on the TikToks where they just throw the vans and the vans always land on their soul? I just know, but I just saw the coolest TikTok. You know how everybody does that um, Busta Rhymes TikTok? Every TikTok has Busta Rhymes. Like, I saw the coolest one. I'll send it to you and I'll retweet it for our, our followers. Is it about the buttocks? It is not. It's this, this dude and he throws up a, like, um, what is it called? The Muslim thing. A <laughs> I don't even, a Kofi. Yeah. He throws that up. He throws a shoe and he throws something else. And then he, you know, does the synchronized jumping into them <clears throat> and showing off his different outfits. Our TikToks are dramatically different because mine are mostly about the buttocks. Well, of course, Jason. I, I, I've not done it. I've not done anything to encourage that. You sure about that? You just keep watching buttocks videos. That's what the algorithm is going to give you. I just watch what the algorithm gives you. I, I, I've not been radicalized to the buttocks. <laughs> or, or maybe I, <laughs> I think you have. All right. We just went digressed off of your sneaker thing. Okay. Come on. Go, let's get back to that. Yeah. So I, I vowed that I'm not going to buy any more sneakers. Okay. And, um, and Nike has made it abundantly easy not to buy sneakers because the sneakers app is a scam. Oh, yeah, 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 it is. So I was like, you know, I'm going to opt out of this consumer culture altogether. Okay. And then I open my email and I see that there's the Mr. Porter sale going on. And I don't know if you guys know what Mr. Porter is. Mr. Porter is this like, it's the male version of Net-A-Porter, which is just outrageously expensive clothing. But it's sort of affordable if you catch it at the 80% off sale. Mm-hmm. But what ends up happening is you just wait for things to be 80% off and you buy things you would never, ever need. That's how sales get you. So like the last, last thing I bought from the Mr. Porter 80% off, I bought a tall tee with a dick hole. <laughs> I remember you did that. And you yeah. sent me a picture of it. And I was like, oh, yep, that is a dick hole. Yeah, it is an actual t-shirt that because it's a tall tee, it typically falls below the glands pubis. Did you use it? And No, I haven't. So there's a, a hole in the tee that typically lines up with the hole in a, man, in a man's underwear so mm-hmm. he can pee through the t-shirt. Mm. Very thoughtful of them. <laughs> no, you know, I, I didn't use it because it shrank and it doesn't align with my junk anymore. <laughs> You're not supposed to dry good clothes. I don't dry anything, but, you know, I don't live alone either. So these things happen. True, true. Did I saw you tweeted about those Yeezys? They were so ugly. <laughs> those yellow yeah, ones. Oh I my god. So I I mentioned this before. I don't understand the enduring popularity of Yeezys because mostly young people buy Yeezys, and Kanye West hasn't had a hit in a decade. If you were yeah. seventeen years old, you weren't outside when Watch the Throne drop. You literally have never experienced a Kanye hit record. Mm-hmm. So. Why are you buying his weird deformed foam shoes? Those shoes are so weird and ugly. It's like the emperor's clothes. No, they're very 
They're very cool looking. And everybody goes, yes, they are. I bought some Yeezys once uh-huh. to, to flip on StockX. And? Did you uh, I flipped it. I made like a 300% profit in like a day. Damn. And you know what? I ain't paying no taxes on that shit. So welcome back to Eat the Press, guys. Welcome back. Guys, we're three weeks in a row now. We're on a roll. Yeah, it's commitment. I can't wait to start missing shows again. Ah, when you start to move. Uh, uh, who knows? I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, okay. But uh, yeah, welcome back, guys. Hopefully, yeah. we will keep this momentum. Yes. And if we don't, we're sorry. You will give you a full refund if we miss next week. Absolutely. So we wanted to talk about uh, a recent ProPublica article mm. that goes to illustrate what we've known for a while is mm-hmm. that the mega rich do not pay taxes. Yes. The the top 1%, basically. The top 1% of the 1%. Yeah, the, yeah top, <laughs> we, we, always think, we always talk about the 1%. But like I said, the 1% literally means one in every 100 taxpayers. Crazy. One in every 100 taxpayers is just an upper middle class person. It's that one it's the percent 1%. of the 1%. Yes. Yes. So ProPublica got a trove of tax returns from some of the wealthiest Americans. Yes, they just got them and they won't tell who gave them to them. So good for them. Yeah, the the Justice Department will be investigating that. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's the it's hilarious because the IRS opened an investigation not on how these people don't pay taxes, but on who leaked about that. Well, the IRS wouldn't investigate on how these people don't pay taxes because they know this is is all legal. And these are the people who basically fund the people who write the tax code. So effectively, they write their own tax code. Right. And they also have you know uh donated to politicians who have gutted the irs so that the irs doesn't have the resources to go after anybody who's not paying their taxes that is wealthy when they go after poor people i think anytime you go out on social media and you criticize billionaires for not paying taxes when you say that jeff bezos increased his wealth by you know $30 billion or whatever. There's always some weird nerd who wants to jump in front of that bullet and say, you people think that that's liquid assets. That's not liquid assets. That's his, you know, the net worth of his stock. You're an idiot. Yes. They say, wealth doesn't equal income. Okay. Well, this, this article lays out very nicely how the wealthy get around that. Right. It is totally intentional that they don't create income. Mm -hmm. What they do is they borrow against their wealth. They borrow millions, hundreds of millions, maybe even a billion. Larry Ellison, it was revealed in the article of Mm -hmm. Oracle, has a $10 billion line of credit from which he can spend. Right. So yes, they're not realizing their gains on their wealth because they're not cashing out. But what they do is they take out these massive loans, which they are able to do because of their wealth. You and I couldn't do that. And that is their cash flow. And instead of paying taxes on their wealth, they pay a single digit uh, interest rate on these loans. 
Right, and some of the uh, the wealthiest companies and richest people, like if you look at uh, Amazon, Amazon mm-hmm. has not typically paid dividends out to its uh, its shareholders. They reinvest that into the company, into new businesses. Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett's company, does not pay dividends on average. And Buffett says he would rather just invest that to grow the wealth. The and he's the they, one that came up with that, I think, is not paying out the dividend. Yeah. And the reason they do that is because dividend income is taxable. And they right. are the major shareholders. So they would be generating a stream of income that has to be taxed. Right. Can, 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 I, can I bitch you? Can I whine about Warren Buffett for a while? Please. Because he's, <clears throat> he's supposed to be the, the good billionaire. Right. People love to talk about how he lives so modestly in his modest $600,000 Omaha home. First mm-hmm. and foremost, $600,000 is not a cheap home. Not in Omaha, it's not. In fucking Nebraska is 600. So I look at this house. His modest home is over 6,000 square feet. I mean, that's bananas. Yeah, so there's absolutely nothing modest about that. And he also has like a... $10 million beach house in California, but we don't talk about that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's conveniently left out yeah. of the discourse. Yeah, I mean, we want to talk about how he shops at J.C. Penney. It doesn't mean, it means he has no fucking style. That's he, all that means. Right. He's and, you know, if you're listening and you shop at J.C. Penney, I didn't mean to attack you, but um, step your game up. You don't have to spend but more uh, money. Go to, go to a fucking thrift store. You can buy nice stuff from a thrift store. You and can. It but doesn't it does generate more waste. But I will say it does take more time to do that. And some people don't have the time to do that. Okay, then if you're going to buy sweatshop shit, buy it from H&M. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why H&M? They're like one uh, of the worst. They're, no, they're, I don't believe they're one of the worst. I believe all of that stuff comes from sweatshops. I believe they're all equally horrible. They are all equally horrible. That's yeah. one of the American yeah. cultures thing is where we have clothes that just, you know, don't last. They're not quality. They just, they, you know, they fall apart. You have to buy new stuff quickly. Yeah. So you should save up, buy a high quality small batch tea with a dick hole. Mm-hmm. And then have your wife shrink it so it doesn't <laughs> even fit. Not, uh, not, not the junk, the tea. Right. Sure, Jason. I don't know if you saw this. Actually, this is very, very funny. This isn't numbers, but ProPublica sent out, you know, a bunch of, um, questions to the billionaires to see if they would respond and musk responded to the first like email he got with just a question mark which is just like (laughs) this motherfucker responded like somebody sent him a text that you know i got autocorrected a bunch and they couldn't understand it he just said a question mark huh isn't it his kid's name probably Probably he has a bunch of kids, right? Like five or six. I didn't know that. I thought he just had the one with Grimes. No, he's oh. got like th- two or three or four baby mamas. He's got oh, a bunch he's of like kids. Steve Jobs, where he just like shits on the older kids. He doesn't. He doesn't. I. It's, I don't think he's a good father. <laughs> like he was. I read. You know, he was married to Tallulah. Is that her name? Who was in Westworld? And Wait, what? She, yeah. And he made, she's made like very like cryptic statements because they got, they were together, they divorced, they got back together and then they divorced again. And 
she just made cryptic statements about how he's basically a bad dad and a bad partner. <laughs> yeah. He's a horrible human being. So it, I mean, yes, he is. That's not even up for debate. Um, <clears throat> so here's some numbers. Bezos' wealth actually from 2006 to 2018 increased by 127 billion. And he reported, he reported a total of 6.5 billion in income. And then he paid 1.4 billion in personal federal taxes, which seems like a fucking lot, but it's only a 1.1 tax rate on his fortune. Whereas regular Americans pay 14% in federal taxes and sometimes 37%. You know what I read? And if you look at what average Americans pay in taxes compared to their wealth growth, for every hundred dollars, the average American's wealth increases. Mm -hmm. They pay $199 in taxes. So they're actually losing money. Well, eh, not necessarily. No. no it's, it's, it's sort of like the gambling thing where you can bet. Mm -hmm on um, a heavy favorite and you could bet a hundred dollars to win ten dollars right yeah so they're not really actually... not but it's not very much money right um yeah so i just want to talk about where this came from how how this came to be basically in 1916 a woman received a dividend for her standard oil shares and she owed taxes due to this new law right that she had to pay on dividends. So she paid the taxes, but then she challenged it in court and said, yes, she'd gotten a bit richer, but she hadn't actually received any money because she didn't cash out her stocks. Therefore, she didn't realize the gains. Right. So she, yes, exactly. So that, all, that went all the way to the Supreme Court and they ruled that income only derived from stock proceeds or from proceeds. So then people needed to sell up asset, you know, stock bond building, whatever, before they could, their gains could be realized. So wages are taxed, but nothing is taxed if you haven't gotten it, right? So a lot of times we think, oh, but like corporations pay their, you know, a, a lot of taxes, but guess what? They don't. Did you see that Jeff Bezos, I want to say in 2011, Got the $4,000 child tax credit. What a piece of shit. Yeah, so corporate taxes have plummeted because as we all know, corporations have um, basically gotten around paying corporate taxes by sending their companies and their profits abroad. So they often like Google, Facebook, Microsoft, and Apple either pay very little or no corporate taxes. That's fine. Ah, oh, Jason. But this never comes up in the how are we going to pay for it? Right? Right? I mean, this is the thing. It's like, how many people died this last year? You know, I saw the true numbers closer to a million in the United States that they estimated that it's been quite undercounted. So like a, closer to a million people have died from COVID. Lots of people lost their homes. Lots of people lost their jobs. We haven't had really any stimulus. Oh, no, the stimulus was an absolute joke. Yeah. The majority of which came under Trump because 
the Biden administration doesn't seem to be very involved in giving people stimulus. As a matter of fact, they're uh, rolling back the unemployment now. They're adding more goes, requirements. Yes, it does. It's supposed to go till September, but... But like, they're allowing states to add the work search requirements back. Mm-hmm. And they're also allowing states to just stop doing it. Yeah. Um, But you know who didn't have a bad year's? Billionaires. They gained $1.2 trillion to their fortunes. That's not even a real number. I mean, I don't understand how people can defend, anyone who can, can defend having this much money. You don't earn that. We've no. talked about this. You can't earn that much money. You can't work so hard that you get billions of dollars. Yeah, I mean, it's like $1 billion is infinite wealth. Yes. But Jeff Bezos, I read, could give away or give like all of his employees like $40,000, all of the Amazon employees like $40,000, and he would still have the same amount of money that he had before the pandemic began. And, and he will be rich of the following year, which is, uh, and, and you know, the funny thing is like he gave half of his money to Mackenzie Bezos. We can do Scott, sorry. Right, right, right. Let's use her right name. And he's still richer than anyone. Jeff Bezos, if you're listening, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I hope Jeff Bezos- I Jeff Bezos listens to Bezos. the show, I'm sure of it. Well, oh, I'm yeah. sure he listens to the show. Of course he does. Uh, you know he's going to space, so. White is in the moon. Uh, I saw a really great tweet that was like, we should, Sure, we shouldn't be concerned that all the richest people in the world are trying to leave the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing suspicious about that. I wouldn't worry too much. That's all you can do is worry. Or, you know, you can do mutual aid for your community. Yeah. That's one way you can help out. Self-medicate. That too. Um, well, I mean, I don't, what do we say? I don't know really what to say, except this is bad and I don't understand the the lack of foresight that these people have that they don't they are just pushing for a revolution they know it won't happen I don't know Jason I I, I know I know we've talked about this a bunch and we go back and forth and Sometimes I'm like, yeah, the white supremacy is not going to allow it to happen here. But then sometimes I'm like, I don't know, people might get angry enough that there will be coalitions. Also, like I've said this before, I'm listening to the Russian Revolutions podcast. It is crazy to me how much like infighting there has been on the left since the beginning Always. Of, that there was a left, like over like minute little differences there's infighting. It's crazy. Like yeah, that. Between like the trade unionists and other factions. But, you know, I I still think that white supremacy is the big joker. It doesn't matter what you put on the table. They'll have to slap that bitch down. I hope I you guys heard that. I slapped the table. I did. I heard it. It will be in, in the podcast. because That's I how I slapped down the big joker, too. I'm going to let you know I got that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, it, white supremacy pretty much trumps everything. And that's why there will not be a proletariat revolution in the United States. And there might not be. I just also, I feel like the propaganda is pretty heavily ingrained against socialism, at least for Gen Xers and, and higher. I mean, 
I'm, I, it didn't really work on me, but I think it's worked on a lot of people, but I think younger generations, I don't know. They're pretty fed up. I don't know. Young people, if you're listening, take up arms. Yeah. We got, (laughs) we got your back in theory. (laughs) (laughs) I hypothetically. So uh, speaking of uh, inviting in the left, mm. Amanda and I typically don't disagree about things. We don't. But uh, we are in disagreement about the Democrats and Joe Manchin's role in the party. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, Joe Manchin has been in the news because he has come out and said that he will oppose the uh oh god what's the name of the act uh, for the people act yep i was gonna say for the something yeah the for the for the people act which would uh make it harder for republicans to restrict the vote right specifically the black vote yeah this is a bill that would entrench democrats strength or at least stop the democrats from losing their voting uh base yes and i read as well that he actually was a co-sponsor of this bill three years ago. That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, what happened? I think the Koch brothers got to him. Why do we still call them the Koch brothers? One of them is dead. Oh, see, I was going to say, like, I, I was thinking, like, one of them transitioned, like, to a house. It's like, but, but you're right. I'm sure there's another Koch brother, and I'm sure he's a piece of shit. Probably. <laughs> they've They've donated, apparently, a lot of money to him basically to turn him against this bill. And um, I think the excuse he gave is that it wasn't bipartisan. And like we've talked about this before, bipartisanship is a fucking joke. I mean, I just can't imagine a situation where I would be like, you know what? I fundamentally disagree with you on every level. We need to work together. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Why would you ever? Also, Voting Rights Act wasn't bipartisan. So what? He's basically shitting on that, saying, well, that shouldn't have been passed because it wasn't bipartisan. So we've mentioned Manchin on uh, the show before. We we think he's a grand piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And I've said for a while that the Dems should try to find a way to expel him from the party. I know you can't formally do that, but you can simply not caucus with him. Let him caucus with the Republicans. Don't give him any sort of funding. Because I believe that he truly is not a Democrat. He is in the party because it gives him the most power. Mm -hmm. You, on the other hand, kind of believe what now? Okay, so here's what I think. First of all, I think Joe Manchin is definitely conservative, but I also think he is, and I think somebody commented this, and I agree on our little back and forth, that he's the mouthpiece for conservative Democrats. So I think that he's taking the heat because he's got a safe seat, but I I don't think he's the only one who would speak up if they could. So I just want to say that. So my whole thing is bigger picture, which zoom out a little bit. I think the Democrats are fine with all of this. Now, I'm not talking about individual senators and and congress people obviously individuals are going to be like 
I don't want to lose my seat or I don't want to lose my job and you're making this bad for me. I'm going to lose my job. I'm talking about higher up the leadership talking Pelosi. What's his face? Schumer. On some level they go, I mean, yeah, we want to have more, more seats, but also it's fine. We are all one big party, us, the Democrats, the Republicans. We're all one party, really. We all serve the same interests. We're all, you know, corporate fascists, basically. <laughs> Let's be honest, because corporations plus the state, fascism. So in my eyes, I go, and this to me is, is proven and borne out by this whole parliamentarian thing that just happened where the Democrats couldn't pass legislation that would have helped people because the parliamentarian said no. And that was that. They are very good at having a scapegoat when they truly don't even want to do anything. And we agree that they are both Reagan conservatives. That's who they are. I believe that the Democratic Party in the United States is a conservative party. I think they would be center right in most countries in the world. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they are what the old Republicans were, you know, minus uh, some of the overt racism. Still, like actual racism, but yeah, I mean, they the, come on, liberals are some of the worst with racism. They they really don't grasp white supremacy, and they center themselves, and they're like. Ex- their like experience of it instead so no sorry I, I was just gonna say in so and you're by following your logic the democrats are basically 40 years ago republicans correct yeah pretty much and they've progressed to that as far as we can tell that's where they've progressed to somewhat so in 40 years they're going to be what what are now the Republicans, which are Nazis, fascists, and white supremacists outright. Except the fact that too much of their base is black and they need that vote. I know, but listen, they give the middle finger to that vote. They really do. They promise a lot. And it's like you said before, hey, be a, set, be a real sad thing if your civil liberties disappeared. Hate it if that happened. Well, you should vote for us. Also, I'd just like to say, at the very least, you have to respect the Republicans because they are openly terrible. You absolutely, absolutely do not have to hand it to Hitler. Listen, I'm saying, at least you know who he fucking is. You go, that's Hitler. With the Democrats, they don't show how terrible they are. They hide behind progressive language and they fool a lot of people. So here is where you and I disagree. Okay. I think that, yes, all politicians and all parties, not all politicians, but historically, politicians have campaigned on platforms that they had no intention of actually putting through. I think some of the Dem platform was just to gain votes. And some of the Dem platform, they're actually okay with because it really doesn't change the status quo that much. Give me an example. I think when they were talking about increasing the minimum wage, I think in the grand scheme of things, increasing the minimum wage to, what are they trying to compromise? Like 12? 
Yes. $12,000 does not hurt corporations. It does not really lift people out of poverty. It doesn't change the status quo, but it's a nice little thing to throw out there to appease the people. Right, but they couldn't even do that. But they I think couldn't they, even do that. Because right, and because, they didn't fight for that. They didn't and this is where we that. differ. This is where we differ. Yeah. I am a firm believer that it is because they don't have 50 votes because Joe Manchin is not on the team. You believe, and there are many others, I'm sure some of you listening believe that the Democrats don't actually want to do these things and they use Manchin as the scapegoat. Or and, the parliamentarian. And I think in some cases, this is a credible argument. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I wouldn't have argued against it. Mm-hmm except before the people act. I do not believe that the Democrats do not actually want to win seats. See, I don't think, of course, on some level, they want to win seats, but bigger picture, they don't care because here's the thing, they have power and they don't know how to use it and they don't seem very interested in using it. Not the way the Republicans use it. They know how to use power. They know how to whip those votes. They know how to get people in line. They know how to have a... a, a solid uh, a message. And we all hate their message, but come on, they can do it. And you're telling me the Democrats can't fucking whip Joe Manchin? It's because- they Because he's not on the team. Okay, fine, fine. He's not on the team, but they're keeping him on the team. Why? Why are they keeping him on the team? Because it doesn't really, big picture, they're like, it doesn't really matter who has more seats. We're all going to do the same thing, which is, fuck the people and help the rich. So I go back to what conspiracies is this, that there are conspiracies. But conspiratorial thinking is when you start to apply a conspiracy to something that is more easily answered by a more simple (laughs) answer. And so I believe that it's far more likely that there is a rogue operative trying to increase his personal power. Sure. Then the entire Dem platform is just one grand subterfuge. Listen, I'm not saying it's subterfuge. That's not what I'm saying. And I get, yes, there is ego from, from Manchin in this, for sure. What I'm saying is bigger picture, the leaders, I'm not talking about rank and file, the leaders, I don't think they're in some sort of back room being like, you know, putting their hands together and going, I just think they understand what power structure is and that it doesn't matter truly who is in power. Because how long has Nancy Pelosi been the leader now in some form? Every time Pelosi comes up, I just think to myself that she represents San Francisco. Like, that's the best we could get from that district. I know, but she's fucking wealthy. She is protecting her own interests, bottom line. I'm not saying they're back there. There's not some grand meeting where everyone is like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to really get those people. I'm saying they all understand power. They all understand their place in everything. And if the Democrats truly cared about any of the bullshit they said they cared about trying to get elected, they would fight for it. 
the way that Republicans fight for what they want and they don't truly believe it. Some individual members do, yes. And that's how you keep people voting for Dems because you have certain members who go, no, I am progressive. I want progress. I want to go move forward. So you keep those people in the party because they actually help you. Even though publicly you're like, she's hurting us. She's actually not. I think we know who I'm talking about because I said she. (laughs) (laughs) And you keep Joe Manchin in the party because he gives you a scapegoat. He's safe. If If that was true, then the simple answer would be kick him out. They haven't, but they haven't, but they haven't. So what does that tell you? Maybe that's not the answer. I'm just saying they all have their corporate overlords that they serve, just like the Republicans. It's that simple. And they will fight and do anything they can if there's any sort of social uprising against them. This is... This is why I almost think that they actually don't want to do that kind of stuff because they, I think maybe they come from a point of view where they're like, if we give them an inch, they're going to want a mile. I just do not accept the framing that they don't want power. you, You can tell me, you can tell me that they don't actually want fundamental change. I respect that because I don't believe they want fundamental change as a party but I think they want power. What do they want power to do? They want power for the sake of wielding the power. Okay. Why don't they wield the power they have? They have it right now. Because they don't have it. They they do not have it. I don't buy that. I don't buy that that they actually have the power. I don't buy that they don't have power right now. They have Congress and they have the White House. They don't have Congress. That's the whole thing we're arguing here. They don't actually have it. (sighs) Jason, they do. By the numbers, they do. If they actually had used their power, they would have it. They actually, by their numbers, they do have enough. They have enough to get rid of the filibuster. They have have, have 49. Cinema is whippable. Not only cinema whippable, you get primary cinema. Get her the fuck out of there. She's can, dude, she's she's gone. She's not this is she's doing one term. I guarantee it. She's she's moving on to bigger money. This is just, uh, just to up her profile. I hate her so much. She I has, hate her too. She has she's big HR generalist energy. Doesn't she? Oh God. Can you, I can just see her like leading a chant in a, like in an office, like trying to get the workers pumped up for some stupid fucking bullshit. She's that sort of quirky looking woman you meet at the first week of the job and like, oh, she might be kind of cool. And then the first email she sends you CCs your boss. and it's like, oh yeah, nah, I should have nope. known better. Nope. She's snitching <laughs> always. Yeah. Um, well, we disagree. Uh, hey, listeners chime in on twitter let's maybe we'll do a poll we'll see who wins this fight all right and Jason. we never disagree so this no. is you know and it's listen this is just like what i was saying small disagreements on the left and it fractures any <laughs> squabbles seriously seriously um do you have an asshole of the week i do but it's someone i know in real life so i won't go there Oh, yeah, they might uh, listen. So many people in your real life listen. I only have a few, I think. People like me. I'm affable. Mm-hmm. You are. You are. You're very charming. I, I, Although I am always surprised when people are like, yeah, I listen to your podcast. I'm like, 
What? Oh yeah, like don't actually do that. Yeah. <laughs> like subscribe and mash the like button. Yeah. Let it play, yeah. but don't like internalize what I said. <laughs> uh hmm, I don't know. Who could who could have come up with I guess I could say like maybe Jay-Z and Meek Mill for doing the spectacle of giving that um was it a Bentley? Yeah, so Jay-Z and Meek Mill gifted New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft a mm-hmm. Bentley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kraft was most recently in the news for uh, being arrested patronizing uh, sex workers at a uh, massage parlor. Parlor, yeah. Not and also, doesn't he have ties to Epstein? Or am I just making that up? I mean, if you, if you guess it, there's like an 80% chance. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Rich old white guy ties with Epstein. It's probably. I mean, you get you you put it in perspective for me. So I, I get why they did that, why they gave him a Bentley, if you want to explain to the listeners. So uh Meek Mill, a Philly rapper known for our dreams and nightmares and mostly yelling beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, Meek had some run-ins with the law before fame. And like a lot of black men from poor inner city environments. He did some time. He was released on probation. After becoming famous, Meek shot a music video where he rode a dirt bike illegally on the streets of Philly, and it violated his probation. They threw him back in fucking prison for riding a dirt bike in a music video. Well, here's the question I have. Did the shoot and the production company not have permits? Because if they had permits, how is it illegal? I don't know. That's just my nitpicking. I don't know. So, um... I don't know how Kraft became involved, but Kraft started lobbying for uh, Meek's release. So random. Yeah. And um, ended up uh, going to Trump and Meek was eventually pardoned. And that's how he got out. So and that's great. Meek, you know, felt a great deal of gratitude towards this man. And um, the Jay-Z, I think Meek is on Rock Nation. That's how um, mm-hmm. he's involved with Jay-Z. So they gifted this man out of gratitude. A Bentley, but he's a billionaire, a close advocate of Trump. It's just gross all the way around. But I understand why they may have done that. And my my whole thing was, hey, you guys don't have to make a spectacle of it. Don't make a spectacle of it. I yes. film it and put it on the internet. Yeah, just slide the Bentley under the door or whatever. Yeah, just make this like a little thing between friends. And now they made a spectacle of it. All right, so Jay-Z, Jay-Z is always a good asshole of the week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, guys, again, thanks for listening. Thank you for coming back every week. We appreciate it. I think music, Too Cool, composed by Kevin McLeod, licensed through Creative Commons. Yes. Please rate us on iTunes. Tell your friends. Give us five stars. Follow us on uh, Twitter. Things. At Eat the Press. All right, then. Jason, until next week. Until next time.